0: get what you want without the complicated AT&T Fiber, live like a year. available wherever you get your podcast limited availability in select areas visit at slash hypergig for details when you buy Kroger brand products you feel like you're winning that's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices, in fact we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back so next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from the Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Welcome to this day in history class from howstuffworks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson, and it's January 19th. The NECA riots, also called the NECA insurrection, started on this day in 532, This riot started during a chariot race. And, of course, chariot races were really popular forms of entertainment in ancient Rome. They were very high stakes and could be deadly. Crashes and other accidents happened all of the time. And a lot of charioteers started out enslaved. They were doing this really dangerous stunt, almost, to try to elevate their status and get out of the position that they were in. Also, part of the world of chariot racing were teams with extremely devoted fans. At first, there had been four. They were color-coded, the greens, the blues, the whites, and the reds. But by the time Emperor Justinian came to power in 527, there were only two left in the Byzantine Empire, the greens and the blues the Hippodrome in the Byzantine capital of Constantinople was home to intense chariot races, even though by that point the sport's popularity had really waned elsewhere, and the rivalry and the tension between the greens and the blues was just enormous. The violence and friction between these two factions probably wasn't just about the chariots. Historians have tried to figure out class and religious divisions among the Greens and the Blues as well, although some of that is still being figured out. Regardless, though, there was just a lot of violence, including massacres in this rivalry between the Greens and the Blues. During the reign of Emperor Justinian, things were really turbulent. His tax advisor kept raising taxes to raise the money to support Justinian's ongoing wars. He was trying to get back territory that he had previously lost. And, of course, all these tax increases were really unpopular. Also unpopular was his empress, Theodora. She was from the working class and had been an actress. Often, her role as an actress is described as being more like a courtesan although most of the information we know about her is from people who hated her so we might want to take some of the things they said with a grain of salt in addition to the fact that she was from the working class she also just refused to act like a proper empress she was supposed to be submissive to her husband and instead she took a really active role in the empire and she was also passionately for the blues This was because her father had been a bear handler affiliated with the Greens. After he died, suddenly her mother went to the Greens for help and they ignored her. It was the Blues who were finally able to find her new husband a job. So Theodora understandably had a lifelong loyalty to the Blues and having an empress be for the Blues made the Greens really angry. On January 10th, There had been a fight between the Greens and the Blues, and after this fight, seven men were arrested and sentenced to death. Justinian really wanted to clamp down on this violence and make sure there wasn't going to be ongoing rioting among the spectators at this chariot races. But during the execution, the scaffold broke just as the last two men were supposed to be hanged. People in the crowd got these two men away from the execution site and hid them in a church. One of the men was a green and the other was a blue. At the next race, on January 13th, the crowd kept shouting for the emperor to free these two men on the grounds that God had already spared them by causing the scaffold to break. It was really typical for people to shout out their demands to the emperor during the chariot races. This was really part of what they were for. But Justinian didn't want to back down. So as the races went on, the crowd became more and more vocal and got angrier and angrier, and the emperor just refused to budge. After the 22nd race of the day out of 24, the two factions of the blues and the greens gave up their division. They started shouting together, long live the merciful blues and greens. And then they started shouting Nika, Nika, Nika over and over. That basically meant win, win, win or victory, victory, victory. The crowd turned on the emperor and the emperor and empress fled the hippodrome. And these two factions, now united together, poured out of the Hippodrome and started just laying waste to the city, setting buildings on fire, calling for a new tax advisor and a new emperor. This went on for five days. The rioters named a new emperor and put him on the emperor's throne at the Hippodrome on January 19th. Justinian at this point was prepared to flee Constantinople entirely, but his wife Theodora shamed him into staying, saying purple is the noblest winding sheet. In other words, if you die, at least you would die royalty. There was not really any kind of law enforcement in Constantinople, but at this point Justinian gathered members of the military who had no allegiance to either the green or the blues, sent them to the Hippodrome where the blues and the greens were gathered, trapped them in there, and massacred almost 30,000 people. The emperor and empress regained control of the city, and they started rebuilding. Some of the buildings that are still landmarks today were built during this time, but chariot racing really started to fall out of favor. Thanks to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on this show. You can subscribe to the Stay in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever else you get podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for an infamous inauguration. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.